Welcome to Tech Driven Business, brought to you by Innovative Solution Partners. I continue the conversation with Dave Finer, a professional EOS implementer. Dave's background includes working in large organizations to leading small and medium-sized businesses on their growth journey. Listen in as we discuss the power of data in helping companies predict the future and help them create a path of success. Welcome back, Dave. How are you? Doing good, Mr. Sincere. Good to see you again. All right. So let's get into our discussion. Um, uh, I'd like to continue our conversation, you know, about how teams and companies can build a strong foundation. So today we are going to build on that and dive into how can teams really strengthen the data component. Does that sound good to you? Yeah. Let's talk about data. All right. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. this is my area. This is very near and dear to me, so, you know, I, you may see me a little bit uh, very um, excited about this this conversation. Um, so let, let, let me start with this. You know, I, I know you're very passionate about helping your clients, you know, get from good to great. And we talked about that in the last session. Um, and usually that requires them to really strengthen the data component. Um, can you share what that really means for a business or even for a team? You know, a lot of bigger organizations may have different teams working on the data component. So can you? Uh, share what that really means for them? Uh, yes, it means making decisions based on facts and figures rather than feelings and subjectivity and emotion and ego and all that other stuff. Because often that's what's going on in a lot of small companies. At the core of it, it's in in many cases, I'm starting off with an organization where they're they're spinning their wheels and they're trying to figure out what's working and what's not working. So the starting point with strengthening the data component is getting things down to facts. You know, a handful of metrics that give you a pulse on the organization. It doesn't have to be a laundry list of things, but just a handful of things. You know, how do we convert sales into cash? Um, what are the leading indicators that produce new clients? What are the leading indicators around the quality of our product? Just, you know, what are those handful of things that make us start to feel like we've got control of this thing? That's usually the beginning point. And it, 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 it definitely evolves from there. Interesting. Interesting. I think uh, uh, I can relate to it being in this data part of the um, equation. I've seen a lot of times customers, doesn't matter what size company you are, you try to get your hands around everything. And in the process, you lose that, that focus that, like you said, I think it seems like from your point of view, narrow or zoom in in the, in the issues that you have at hand or something that you know that you need to, to move your company forward versus try to get your hands around data in general. Am I understanding it right? Yeah, it, there definitely is this, you know, on one end of the spectrum, you got nothing. On the other end of the spectrum, this, there's this trying to measure everything. You got to start off with some simple things that you can build on. Got it. Got it. Makes sense. So let me ask you this, you know, what is the most common hurdle your clients face when it comes to data component? Um, so they start off often looking at, uh, lagging indicators rather than leading indicators. So it's reporting items like, you know, last, you know, like, like sales or PL sort of data. Um, and then 
I think there's a bigger piece though, which is their disbelief that you can actually predict the future. That's probably a hurdle that they struggle with more than anything else. And they start off sort of treating the future as if it's completely unpredictable. And then gradually they learn, you know, there are, there's a cadence. There are some things that you can actually predict and they start figuring out what those are and putting those indicators in place. The wonderful thing about that is when they start to strengthen that and they actually start to become good predictors and using their data to predict the future, they start to get their arms around those things that are really hard to predict. And they start to want to tackle that stuff as well. It's like, you know, who could predict the pandemic, you know? Well, you can't, but you can predict that something bad is going to happen likely in the future. There's a cycle to these things. And they start wanting to get a handle on that. The ones who are really, really good at this, they've got a base, a foundation of prediction in place of the things that they know. And then they start tackling the things that they don't know. Interesting. So what, what I'm what I'm hearing and, and um, you know, what it makes sense to keep the leading indicators in front of you, but it's good to know your, your lagging indicators because they are pertinent to your business, right? Yeah, one predicts the other. Yes. <laughs> Got it. No, no, that no, no makes sense. So um, are there any examples of some of the leading indicators, you know, uh, that you can share? Or is that something that, that varies from industry or business to business? Well, there is some variability to these things, but every organization has business coming in. So there's going to be leading indicators around business coming in, whether it's leads and the activity that generates those leads. And there's going to be some kind of systematic process by which they convert that stuff into sales. And there's going to be ultimately some, you know, some period of time that they can predict by which something goes from point A to point B. And then it's the same thing on the operations side of the business. There's quality. You know, you can go from point A to point B and you can deliver a product or a service with a high degree of quality and precision if you're actually measuring that. And the same with all your financial metrics on the back end. So it will vary from one organization to that to the next, but there are some stuff that's you know, that you must have in every organization. No, it does make sense. I mean, I think uh, at the end of the day, as a business, you already know some of the, the criteria you use to make sure that you are moving in the right direction, right? So uh, it just makes a natural sense to have those leading indicators in place, like you mentioned, some of the examples. And if you have that in place, then you know that you can measure yourself short term as well as long term. So let me go to a personal level. You know, you're mm -hmm. always staying oppressed of what's going on and so you can better serve your clients, right? Uh, it's uh, yes. like, what is one of the books that you suggest for others to dive into or any, 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 any reading materials that you would suggest uh, for our listeners? All right. So I'm a professional U.S. implementer. So of course I would have to mention traction first. <laughs> Got it. Um, because with Traction, you'll understand all six key components, including the data component. There is a book that 
is the story of a company that's gone through the EOS process that I think is a has a good story about the data component. And that's Mike Morse's book, um, Fireproof. So chapter three of that book covers the journey that they went through from being a highly unpredictable organization at one point in time to being one where they could, at the beginning of the year, project and predict their revenue in a very uncertain market to within about 1%. Now, it took them several years of doing that, but it is a powerful thing when you think about at the beginning of the year, being able to project, in their case, $165 million in revenue within 1%. That is pretty phenomenal. Given all the variables in place. So that one's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. Fireproof. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, we talked about the hurdles faced by your clients, um, but can you share a success story of a company using the data component to become from good to great or just be great? Yeah, one of my clients. Um, they are a construction company, and they're not a huge company, but doing, I think when I started with them, they were doing under $10 million in revenue. They um, predicted for 2020 that they were going to do around $10 million in revenue, which was a little, no, $15 million in revenue, which would have been a 50% increase for them. Well, COVID hit, and they ended up, doing a little bit better than they did the prior year, but missing their projected huge. As they were planning for this year, they said, we're going to take another shot at this. And it was in their annual session that they really dug in deep to the data. And the integrator of the company was asking tough, tough questions of the rest of the team. And they just kept coming back with deeper insights from the data. And they said, you know what? We're going to do 15 million this year. And off they went and they have been rigorous in their analytics. And I am actually going into a session with them here in the next week. They are on track to nail their 15 million. So it's a 50% increase. It's a level that they've never been at before, but it was driven by them being absolutely clear and, um, obsessing about their data. Good predictors and a 50% increase. That's a, that's a winning story for me. <laughs> Absolutely. It seems like oh, once you get it down, you know, I think then it clears up your path. And that's what it sounds like. And I think they, they were able to do it this year. It seems like uh, they really got that under control. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, we covered uh, quite a bit today in this uh, data component conversation, what is one of the takeaways you would want to leave with us today? So the data component is one of six components. You have to strengthen all six if you really want to be your best, uh, if you want to be one of those great companies. The interesting thing, though, is as you go through this journey of strengthening all six, and I'm talking about vision, I'm talking about people, I'm talking about data, issues, process, and traction. You're going to start systemizing the business, getting really, really strong in the process component. And there's like this loop back to the data component. So as you systemize the the business, 
as you start figuring out what the most important stuff is that must be done the right and best way, you figure out how to measure that stuff, your data component gets stronger, and then your process component gets stronger. And lo and behold, the business takes on this element of almost kind of running on its own. It becomes a self-managing organization. So the data components at the core but as you systemize the business, you strengthen both the system, the, the process and the data component at the same time. It seems like uh, one cannot live without the other. <laughs> one <laughs> cannot live without the other. No, and actually you got to have all six. Yeah. So. And that, that makes sense. And I, I think, uh, like you said, uh, it's, it's the full picture, right? I mean, if you look around the organization, you have to make sure that all these things are teed up in a way that helps you sustain as well as grow at the same time, right? Um, and data component is is part of the, that that bigger picture, right? And make sure that... It's a critical component part of it. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, uh, I'd like to thank you, uh, Dave, for taking the time and, and speaking with us uh, today. So thank you again. Thanks for listening to Tech Driven Business brought to you by Innovative Solution Partners. Dave shared the power of data in helping businesses go from good to great. Look at leading indicators so you can powerfully predict the future of your enterprise. His key takeaway, data is at the core of a business, but the power of it comes when you incorporate it with the rest of your business. We would love to hear from you. Continue the conversation by connecting with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. Learn more about Innovative Solution Partners and schedule a free consultation by visiting isolutionpartners.com. Never miss a podcast by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Information is in the show notes.